Welcome back to Spiritual Insight. Today is Rosh Chodesh Elul. It's the first day of the final month of the year, the month of Elul, the month of mercy. We are just one month away from a new year, from Rosh Hashanah. Now, I'm not sure if you knew that the first day of each of the 12 months of the year, Rosh Chodesh is a micro-Jewish holiday, particularly for Jewish women. Now, why is it so? It's not just because we're grateful because we made it to another month. But if we dig a little bit deeper, we'll see something fascinating, why it is celebrated as a micro-holiday. Two weeks prior to the Jewish people leaving Egypt, God gives them their very first commandment, and that was to sanctify the new moon each month. And that by doing so, they should become, these Rosh Chodesh should become the head of the month. They would have a calendar based on the lunar cycle, and that's the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh in a nutshell. Now, how did it work technically? In the old times, when there was a Jewish high court, witnesses would come and testify if they saw the birth of the new moon. If they did, then they would declare the 30th day of the month as the first day of the new month. If they couldn't confirm it, then the month would have 30 days, and the 31st day would become the first day of the next month. Now, starting in the 4th century, the great sage Hillel foresaw Jewish people were being dispersed all over and the complications would only grow. So he and his court established a fixed calendar based on mathematical and astronomical calculations. And that's our Jewish calendar to this very day. But let's go back to understand why did the Torah choose to set up a calendar for our Jewish life around the lunar cycle, around the moon? Why is this mitzvah of sanctifying the new moon as the first mitzvah given to the Jewish people, almost as a prerequisite to leave Egypt. What's the connection between the moon's renewal each month and their exodus? You see, it's fascinating. The waxing and the waning of the moon reflects our ups and downs in our life and in our history. The waning moon represents difficult times, periods that get darker and darker like the fading moon. But just as the moon disappears each month, and it all seems bleak and lost, each month there is a rebirth, newfound life, a new moon is born. And that's the secret of the moon. The month has its progress marked by the moon's phases. It grows from crescent to fullness, and then it dwindles back into oblivion. And guess what? It disappears. For many of us, that's the story of our life. Like the moon, at some point in the month, we're well-rounded, wholesome, we feel marvelous, We love looking at ourselves in the mirror. People smile when they see us. We generate light and warmth to everybody around us, to the places we go. And yet at other times, we're half lit, half inspired, half involved. And then there are times when we're all but thin and minuscule. We're barely seen or appreciated. And this is not just about our own personal lives, but this applies to us as a people. We've had periods of time when peace and tranquility have reigned upon our lives and communities, but we've also had very dark times of persecution. We've reached the greatest heights of spiritual splendor, but we've also stumbled into the depths of the abyss. Jewish history is no stagnant sun. It is a constantly changing moon. And this mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh, of sanctifying the new moon, of Rosh Chodesh is the first commandment we received as a people moments before our liberation, for it symbolized our journey and destiny as a nation 
and as individuals. It was telling us that no matter what, no matter where or when, we'll always find renewal. No matter how dark things will get, we'll always bounce back with greater vigor. Our people have always felt that even as their moon seemed to have but all but disappeared, it really meant that it was facing the sun in the closest position, and soon it would be reborn. Each and every era of our history, whether it was the destruction of the first temple, we bounced back with some of the greatest gifts that we have today. Ezekiel, his educational programs that he brought back to Israel, Ezra, Nehemiah, the members of the great assembly, after the destruction of the second temple, immense literature of rabbinic Judaism came to be, known as the oral tradition, the Mishnah, the Medrash, the Gemara, and so on and so forth. After the Crusades came the, Hash- the Hasidic Ashkenaz, Rashi, Tosfos, Talmudic scholarship, and from the terrible Spanish expulsion and inquisition, the mystics of Tzvat and Lurianic Kabbalah came to be. After the terrible stories of persecution amongst Eastern European Jewry, some of the greatest Hasidic movements came to be. And of course, after the most recent tragedy, the worst tragedy of all in the human terms for sure, the Holocaust came about the rebirth of the Jewish people and of course, the rebirth of Israel. So let's play a little word game here. A few of them, if you will. Did you know that in Chinese world, the Chinese word weizi, which means crisis, also means opportunity. For any civilization that could see the blessing within the curse, the fragment of light within the heart of darkness, has it within their capacity to endure. But listen to this one. Hebrew goes even, even deeper. The word crisis in Hebrew is mashber, but mashber also means a childbirth chair or a birthing stool. For written in the fiber of Jewish consciousness is this idea that the pain of hard times is a collective form of contractions of a woman giving birth. Something new is being born. That's the mindset of a people of whom it could be said that the more they were oppressed, the more they increased and the more they spread. Where did we get this unique and innate ability to turn the weakness of moments into strength and adversity into advantage and darkness into light? Well, one moment of Kiddush HaChodesh, when God told Moses and Aaron that forever Jewish people will internalize their lives with this message that they can always re- become reborn. That became the secret sauce to the Jewish people. This is the story of the moon. This is the story of Rosh Chodesh. So let's take this to heart and let's look ourselves in the mirror, even if we're going through a tough time in a relationship, at work, with our children, and find the strength to say this is a contraction and something special is about to be reborn. <laughs>